What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So today, I want to talk about players who had great rookie years, but never reached that level again. I don't want to say they were one-season wonders, because some of them were decent players after that, but they had really good rookie years and had everyone kind of salivating and dreaming and wondering what they were going to be, but then those guys never recaptured that magic. So there are a lot of players on this on on this list that fit this description. So I'm going to stick to the players that people recognize, names that are more recognizable and might remember that are somewhat recent. So without further ado, let's begin. The first guy is going to be Jeff Francoeur, actually. Some people might be surprised by this because Frenchie, that's his nickname, ended up playing for quite some time, had a pretty long career. But, you know, his... His rookie year was actually pretty spectacular when he came out of the gate. I mean, he had an OPS over 1,000 through his first 50 games. He was so good, it got to the point where Sports Illustrated actually put him on the cover. And they called him the natural. I mean, people were, were ready to call this guy a Hall of Famer and name a stadium after him, honestly. I mean, he was he was a great hitter coming right out of the gate. And he had a very strong arm. So people thought that he was the the next star for the Atlanta Braves. I mean, first-round pick, he, he had all the pedigree and everything. But Frenchie ended up with a career 719 OPS. I mean, he was certainly um, not really known for the bat when all things were said and done. But, you know, his rookie year with Atlanta had a lot of people dreaming and thinking he was, like, the next great outfielder for the Braves. But it was just a hot start. And... Nothing more than that. Also a hometown kid, too. So that probably also contributed to that because he's from Atlanta. But, yeah, a career 91 OPS plus just isn't going to cut it. Although he did stick around for 12 years in the big leagues. But, you know, his his uh, offensive numbers are not good. Next on this list is going to be Rick Ankiel. Many of you might remember this one. Um, you know, a guy who who was first a pitcher, then became a position player. You know, he dominated as a rookie, actually. I mean, he had a 3.7 ERA and struck out over a batter per inning his rookie year in 2000. But it kind of all fell apart one time on national TV when he couldn't find the strike zone. He walked 11 batters in just four innings that postseason. And, um, yeah, that's basically what allowed him to convert to become a position player. And um, he actually made it back to the big leagues with his bat, but the pitching part never recovered. He was never a pitcher again. But Rick Ankiel actually ended up becoming an outfielder and sticking around in the majors for quite some time. I mean, this dude played through 2013. Remember that one with the Nats? But, you know, a career 240 hitter for a 724 OPS. Nothing, nothing really to write home about, but he was still a big leaguer when you, when you think about it, so... There's that. Next on this list is going to be Chris Young. Some of you might remember Chris Young, uh, the, the, the outfielder Chris Young, you know, uh, played on the Diamondbacks and um, recently retired. Recently retired, actually, he was just playing uh, just a couple years ago, but was last seen with the Angels in 2018. But when he came up with the Diamondbacks, Chris Young was, I mean, athletic center fielder, he was just three steals away from a 30-30 season his rookie year. I mean, like 
only Mike Trout has gone 30-30 in his rookie year. No other player has ever done that. So people were seeing like, wow, this power-speed combo from you know an athletic outfielder playing center field too. That's that's definitely a plus. So a lot of people were were thinking of great things for Chris Young, but although he had a long big league career and he actually was an All Star with the D-backs in 2010, he he made one All Star game. I mean, Chris Young never reached that 30 home run plateau again. And he actually only had two seasons as a starter where his OPS plus was above league average. I mean, Chris Young, I remember him with the Red Sox. Like, you know, many of you know I'm a Red Sox fan. He, I mean, he started platooning at the end of his career, but he was always good against left-handed pitching. That's what, um, that was the role that he carved out later in his career as a guy who could hit lefties pretty well. But, I mean, his career OPS plus ended up being 95, which isn't really anything to write home about. But, you know, he had power early in his career, but that just kind of fizzled out. And he didn't really pan out to be who everyone hoped he would be. So, yeah. Next on this list is going to be Matt Duffy. I fell for this one, okay? Matt, I fell for this one. When Matt Duffy came up with the Tampa Bay Rays, I mean, he showed up in 2015. And he he gave a lot of people... Oh, no, sorry, I'm sorry. He came up with the Giants. He was traded to the Rays. Came up with the Giants, and he gave Chris Bryant a run for Rookie of the Year that year. Remember that? I mean, this dude was just hitting everything, hitting everything. First whole season in 2015. Um, yeah, I mean, not not really known for much power, but especially in the minor leagues in college, but he hit 12 home runs that year, uh, 295 average. And it was really good, really good for the San Francisco Giants. A 760 OPS playing all over the field, but he wasn't able to live up to those standards. And you know, he was traded to the Rays. Injuries decimated his 2017 season, and he hasn't been anywhere near what he was as a rookie in 2015. He hasn't come back anywhere close to that. So that's a bit of a bummer. I, I fell for that one to be quite to be quite honest with you all. Next on this list is gonna be Chris Coglin. I remember this one. So um you know, by the end of the 2009 season, Chris Coughlin ended up doing some pretty, pretty cool things that got him mentioned alongside Ichiro. I mean, we're talking back-to-back 40-plus hit months in August and September as a rookie. I mean, he had a second-half stretch where he hit 372 and helped him win the NL Rookie of the Year award. Everyone thought, wow, dude, this guy with the Marlins, Chris Coughlin, he's the, he's the next big deal. But unfortunately, that was the last time Chris Coughlin hit 300 in a big league season. I mean... He had a bit of a resurgence five years later as a utility player for the Cubs. But, I mean, the most we, we've we heard of Chris Coughlin was in 2017 when he leaped over Yadier Molina when Coughlin was playing for the Blue Jays. That's like the, the big highlight of his career since then. We haven't really heard much about him, and he hasn't really done much. So it's it's unfortunate, but he had a big rookie year and was an rookie year, but hasn't hasn't recaptured that glory. And I think we'll, we'll we'll go with I'm looking at the list here, trying to decide who to wrap this up with. Hmm. I'll wrap this one up with Zach Duke. Zach Duke, the Pirates lefty. Pirates fans thought they had found their ace of the future. I mean, this guy debuted in 2005, and he started his career with a 0.92 ERA through his first six starts. Obviously, it's just Six starts, but he did finish the year with a record of eight and two and a one eight one ERA. But that would be the high point of his career. 
I mean, he was in he, he was in the rotation through 2010, so he, he stuck in Pittsburgh for a while. But I mean, there are times he lead the league in hits allowed, lead the league in losses, and then he would eventually become a reliever, and then he would find success as a re- reliever coming out of the bullpen as a lefty. But Zach Duke was never as good as he showed in his in his rookie year. So. Actually, no, I lie. That's not going to be the last one. The last one's going to be Clinton Barmas. I'm, I'm including this one because he actually started off with a bang. He had an opening day walk-off home run, and his OPS was as high as 1,000 on May 20th. Clinton Barmas with the Rockies. Uh, this is 2005. But, um, yeah, this dude actually ended up getting hurt because he was carrying something up the stairs, a bag of venison. I don't even know what that is. Uh, giving, given to him by his teammate, Todd Helton. And... Um, yeah, I mean, he had ended up establishing himself as one of the best defensive infielders in the game, but his bat never lived up to what he showed in his first two months in the big leagues, especially when you start off with a walk-off home run on opening day. So, yeah, that's going to do for today, guys. You know, if, if you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.